0: Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hi. and Forrest.
1: Howdy, David! Almost did a spit take. <laughs> I did it, <laughs> onto the new microphone. Uh, that would have yeah. been great. So we've been gone—an we, yeah. unintentional hiatus. We took, yeah. Uh, we we uh, meant to take the one week off for David's birthday. Yes, and then the week after,
0: we we're going to reconvene. We and did reconvene. We did reconvene. <laughs> but we didn't record. Um,
1: and uh, because the old my... microphone exploded basically.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. I don't still don't fully know what happened. Um, I don't have any footage to go back to. It was burnt up. Though. Um but the cord area where the dad cord goes into the mom cord <laughs> oh, was burnt up. It was and like melted. It was sort of melted. Um, everything else on it, the computer <laughs> was fine. My monitors are fine. My electrical standing desk is fine. But that one connector, mm. no good.
1: Um, and then and, we we're going oh, to this do is it again. A, so, but the new microphone I got didn't work. So, it,
0: man, it did work. It just was a really. Let me tell you the. the go down this rabbit hole, the Yeti X being the premier version of the Yeti microphone. Cause at the end of the day, my dream would be that I have a dedicated space for this podcast. Uh, Like if we were getting a ton of money from our listeners, like we would have a little area where I have a mixer board and three mics isolated for all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, That is not the reality of the situation we live in. (laughs) Um, because life. We live um, in a
1: situation.
0: Um, yeah. And so uh, we Someone don't do that. Like that so please. we get the, <laughs> we have the, the one cardoid microphone or it's got three inside of it technically. Um, but so one mic for all of us to speak into so that um, you can hear us. Um, but the. And
1: this guy, Mike, he doesn't enjoy it either. <laughs> no.
0: Um, like three and, and the, the yeti x is the premier version of the blue uh microphones yes. and uh it was bad it sounded okay but the pass-through that i used to make sure we don't sound terrible while we're recording uh was very bad uh, and so somehow the so i just got a Another one of the old okay. classic. I we got it went in back
1: to old faithful. Dark
0: teal, though, instead of black this time.
2: I guess hmm. it is teal. It's hard it to was, tell based it was, on the lighting of the room. Yeah, it I was thought l- it was just blue. There, they made the joke to say that we finally have a blue, blue microphone. There,
0: there is a blue version of this ah, it's one. It's got a nice uh, uh-huh.
1: sparkly finish. Yeah. yeah,
0: there is a blue version of this one that is much more blue than this. Um, but I got the teal. It's also um, weird
1: how different colors cost more than others.
0: Yes, uh, this did technically cost ten more dollars than the black one, <laughs> but I like teal mm. and I, I I went for it. Uh, so there's some so we we were off for a month, not necessarily on purpose. Oddly enough, we took our entire uh birthday month off, yep. technically, um I believe this is year five of doing the podcast. Uh which is crazy. Um if not year four. Dang. Yeah. It's really if not year three. Um it's more than three. If not um, year ten. Oh god. <laughs> I think maybe ten years ago we did our first podcast <laughs> yes. episode together. Trace
1: back the origins. Yeah,
0: to the, the bloke cast, but um or the barn cast as we like to call yeah, it. Yeah, man. That that Pizza Hut killed that podcast. Oh, um, but um, story for another day yeah. yeah but um so that thank you for listening for all this time if you've been around this entire time uh if you and, if you haven't been and
1: frankly just for lasting this month that we didn't
0: i know geez because it
1: if you're still listening now
0: we wanted to talk about and we will talk about some of the stuff that was on yeah. the nintendo direct and everything um
1: that was so on your birthday
0: it was on we my predicted birthday
1: predicted it on this podcast well we didn't predict it it was more like a joke hey what if this happens yeah (laughs)
0: yeah um and then it did but um go really go back and listen to some of the old episodes there is some really weird moments back then because of the way we jankily did stuff um some of my some of the things that like stick in my memory forever is There was an episode where we still couldn't quite figure out how to get Seth on the show logistically correctly. And so uh, we had him on Skype through the laptop microphone next to the microphone (laughs) while we were yelling into the microphone. Um, There is some... But it was all a learning process. Yeah, This yeah. is beginning. This is it like, it's how um, the
1: first episodes of every single podcast sound. Yeah. When no one knows what they're doing. Exactly.
0: Um, we had episodes where the audio was completely desynced um, because of the program <laughs> oh, we were using. Good Lord. Um,
1: that was so furi- infuriating. Oh, it was rough. And furious. It, yeah. Um, because <laughs> the bet. program
0: we were using edited the two tracks together before... I sat down and spent the time to learn how to edit audio tracks and stuff. Um, so It seemed like it
1: was a real convenience until um, we realized that it, it wasn't. <laughs>
0: There was an episode where Seth really got mad at me because my lasagna got done cooking in the middle of the episode, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I got to get up and get that." <laughs> and, and, uh, yep, that Left that in. That's, There's a lot of stuff. Is
2: that why we don't eat on the podcast at all? Now? No, I don't know. No, if that's no. why. <laughs> that,
0: that's not specifically why, but um, also we've had like cool people on the show. Yeah. Um, we interviewed uh, Talia Norish who is a, a voice actress and um she people on the show. Um, we can. We'll we'll make it happen. And um, if there's
1: any cool people listening.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of them is still doing a podcast. Uh, we had Mike from the Ansem Report mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. show talk yeah. to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. It was a great one. Um, we should we, we were so
1: naive back then. I know. What the future of Kingdom Hearts held. Oh, yeah. My
0: uh, we should have him back on, because I bet
1: you he's playing Final Fantasy sixteen. Imagine um, if our future selves could go back and do a podcast with our past selves talking about what happens in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Breaks, blowing Oh my minds. gosh. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be good.
0: But uh, then, of course. But also, I'd like, letting us man. know what we don't get.
1: Right. Because we... Yes. We are... Let's <laughs> sit around like, oh, I hope this happens. We're like, nope. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah. But, of course, then that would result in a paradox and the universe would exactly. obliterate itself. Um, but it um, will have been worth it, in <laughs> my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For that one episode. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, thank you for listening. There's I, there's no way I have the time and energy to edit together a compilation of stuff. Uh, I wish I did. Because um, there is some genuinely true moments. Truly funny <laughs> moments. To let's, let's, just, let's just try like, and do it live, like me arguing with Andrea and Chris about Kratos being able to tie his shoes. <laughs> um, because I still maintain that there's no way he would be able to because he has the sword stuck in his hands. So I, also, he
1: wore sandals. Yeah, but that was pre uh, <laughs> new God of War. That where was there pre- are times new God where he doesn't have the swords in both yeah, hands. That's yeah. true. He has free hands.
2: Also, assume learning to tie your shoes is like kind of a thing that you just automatically get when you become a dad. If you didn't have the skill already, mm, that's a good idea. Say that uh, to but, you. But I again. I only wear Crocs you know, <laughs> and slip
0: <laughs> t- on. No, so. I guess the real question is how to
1: engage in sport mode. I guess. Yeah. I guess the real Our question son. is, do
2: you know how to tie your shoes, David? I,
0: you know, I do, but I will <laughs> say that every. This is going to sound terrible. Every <laughs> time I put on a new pair of shoes, I tie them once and then I never tie them again.
2: Oh, yeah, basically. They it's are the same.
0: just tied I don't know enough. that I could
1: teach a man how to tie his shoes.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm so nervous about that. I definitely could teach, teach a man to fish. fish. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if he could, he'd be fed for the rest you of gotta his life. you got to teach him yeah.
0: like the goofy cast from yes. extremely goofy movies. <laughs> <Yeah. to think laughs> yeah. <who>, okay. It's <laughs>
1: like Tell what who was is in that? the movie. Yeah. The, the goofy movie. You um, got Max. You got Goofy. Powerline. Yeah. The woman power that comes out of do. the Tesla coil and sings yes. the really high notes. Yes. Um, Roxanne. The hot, Pete. the hot girl, Roxanne. Pete. Uh, Pete's son.
0: Uh, uh, what, uh, God, what is his name? And what's the, what's uh, Polly Shore's yeah, name? Yeah, I think he's oh, Polly yeah. Shore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the the I mean, the girl with the glasses. Yeah. That's, I don't know her name. Um,
0: but yeah. So, really, where's the licensed Extremely Goofy movie game? Uh, there probably is one.
1: Yeah. Why isn't Max in probably Kingdom game, Hearts? Probably on Game Boy Color.
0: Why is Max
1: not in Kingdom Hearts? I
2: wondered that it for would, legitimately my it entire life. It would add life. stakes
1: to Goofy's character.
2: <laughs> for I his, I don't know,
1: he already died. I don't know that there can be that much more stakes.
2: Yeah. Well, now he's got a kid he needs to live for. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! Make Goofy a deadbeat dad who never spends the, time. The with power summer.
0: line rhythm planet? Like, I'm about that. <laughs> The, the the rhythm boss that is speaking of, okay, uh, this is actually going to be about video games. Um, I don't know if my sister listens to this podcast, but my sister Alicia, I'm on my Nintendo Switch the other day. And I look at what my friends are playing because I see like, at I'm,
2: you check in every now and,
0: and again. And really, it just becomes a sort of curiosity when I see like five people playing at once. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a lot. Like, that's that's kind of when her and, you know, it was mostly Zelda. Um, and I think Seth was playing Tetris at the time, of course. <laughs> Obviously. As but then I see my sister playing the Kingdom Hearts cloud version. on the <laughs> No. Switch, and she's been playing them and she actually is like really enjoying it. She thinks Good it's actually her. she'd um,
2: enjoy them on a
0: console that can natively run. them. But she but she she <laughs> thinks it's a she's played them. Or at least most of them. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this is her replaying them. I've, it'll be, if she, when she gets to three, it'll be her time playing three for the first time. And she actually says it's not, actually, like, not very bad, the latency and stuff. She thinks it's pretty good. Mm. Um, the only thing that she had the complaints about where the latency was very noticeable and sort of an issue was the Little Mermaid
2: rhythm player. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely, but like,
0: but like everything else, because of how it's not a, how many frames are in his attacks, you yeah. don't actually have that it. big of an issue with and the latency. And even
2: then, uh, a lot and of like the, the mash anyway, yeah, and like the reaction commands and stuff too give you fairly generous window to. But work not in. that, li- not that rhythm player. No um and so yeah she was telling me
0: she's like yeah it's just it's kind of brutal <laughs> and i was like yeah i, I bet uh, but she's been really enjoying Does she it. know that like um, she
2: can skip at least in kingdom hearts 2 you can I basically skip that world
0: i don't know i'd have to talk to her about it mm-hmm. i i will i'll but i who knows what she's played i know that she's played a lot of disney dreamlight valley lately um but yep uh i've also been playing that a lot i down <laughs> but um so that's one of my two video games so that's a good segue i've been playing disney dreamlight valley a lot more and by it's that i mean segue. i downloaded it onto my xbox ah,
1: uh, because is it, the it same is on valley? gamecast yeah
0: yeah so i i have it to where uh my uh my valley is cloud saved mm-hmm. between my switch and my xbox I love that that. game runs so much better on the Xbox. (laughs) It never crashes. It never (laughs) has like weird stutters. It is amazing. Yeah, but it's a real
1: video game experience without random crashes. And and it has bury your head in your hands.
0: And it has like such high quality definition when it comes to these Disney characters and stuff. It's so much fun. Do you see the pores on them? No. Like we did in no, Kingdom Hearts no, 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 no. 3? Yeah,
1: it's a definition as good as in Kingdom Hearts 3.
0: Also, would you like to hear a story about how I'm an idiot? Yes. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, I... You can okay. only so tell they, half the story now. Um, <laughs> I, 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 pick, pick I like... Wisely,
1: the parts you want to tell.
0: <laughs> I like for my islands in, in video games to be very organized and clean. And so one of my issues on the switch was that um, removing a lot of stuff at once caused the game to freak out um, because it couldn't handle how much I was changing. Mm. So I was like, that's what motivated me to go to my Xbox and
1: do it. The switch oh. does notoriously fear change.
0: <laughs> um, Very true. So I, like- so listen, we're getting there. So okay. I go to my Xbox and I take out all the trees in my main area, I you oh, don't you, you don't delete them. You just take them out. You city planner, son of a oh, gun! Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I, you got are my worst, the worst enemy,
1: like that guy from The Lorax.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my um, god! And the I, once-ler? Uh, No, how bad can I be? It is the Onceler. Also, um, yeah, both both but of them. It is Ed Helms. Also, uh, um, so I have all the characters' houses and great rows, and I've got roads, and I've I've put effort into this
2: your valley is going to be so warm though without trees to hold shade on everyone. we're we're
0: getting to no an, uh, we're getting to an actual
2: <laughs> crux of an issue
0: i got to a large stretch of quests that require <laughs> hardwood and softwood mm, now need
1: trees for those i think
0: so here's the thing i'm like man i'm not getting a lot of hardwood and softwood <laughs> spawning in the world what is going on uh, turns out you have to have trees for those to spawn. Mm-hmm. Makes and sense. so only one area of my island had has been trees. spawning it oh my because God. it has trees. So I had to put some back. Mm. I learned my lesson. <laughs> Nature's important, even <laughs> in video games.
2: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Uh,
0: hopefully yeah, dudes cute.
2: watch Avatar and Gully <laughs> and don't get the message <laughs> until Disney Dreamlight Valley, I mean, Valley I mean, tells them. <laughs>
0: Listen, in real life I like trees and nature. In my video games, I like it to be executive function to a T. Everyone in close proximity where I can get to them as fast as possible and get things done. Yes.
1: Um he prefers the uh, <laughs> the hellscape model <laughs> yeah. of city bu- city building. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> um So yeah, it uh it was very interesting. That I f- I felt so dumb. <laughs> I spent a solid forty five minutes removing all the trees from my to just put them back. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's what a really a it's a really fun video game. I am now tracking Donald through this weird uh, shadow hellscape because he went the in, realm of darkness. He it basically is that as uh, Christoph sent hey, him, was- him there. Christoph's did somebody s- mention the door to darkness? Kristoff sent him there. Uh, <laughs> like an for an sub- No, Kristoff's a good dude. I
2: mean, but, apparently not.
0: Um, but Kristoff didn't want to go in, so Donald did. <laughs> He's clearly not a good dude. Yeah. He's sending someone else to do something that he, he wouldn't was waiting, do himself. For, he was waiting for Anna to show back. Uh, Likely he, he probably
1: just heard about that time that Donald single-handedly obliterated... uh yeah xehanort yeah and was like look you can handle yourself
0: exactly um so yeah that game man it is really fun um i suggest if you like um it's free to play on xbox because of game pass um but God you do bless. have to spend like 20 bucks to play it on the switch because it's the you're you're buying into the early release technically of the free-to-play game um a lot of free to play games have been doing this where like um their beta for the the actual free to play game is locked behind the free the founders package hmm. which essentially just gets you the coins that $20 would get you with a couple extra bonuses
2: yeah
0: um disney speedstorm is actually going full free to play in september and um, full throttle yeah i mean it, it's it's a fine kart racer i i don't actually like it that much but i want to because I spent sixty dollars on it. But you know, it's it's fun. funny,
1: that's that's the opposite of what happened with the uh Chocobo racing game. Yeah. Which was quote unquote free to play. And then I think like they had to issue an apology about or something about uh anyway, they took it offline and then re released it as a paid game with all that with all the content. Yeah. Which I kinda hmm. wanna get honestly. I wanted yeah. to play that game until I saw how you had to play it, which was pay for every single thing.
0: Right. Um, but I've been, you know, I've been playing Pickross and uh, AEW Fight Forever. I created a character. I'm David the Pizza Prince Ward. Um, I, how many belts do you have? I have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest wrestler ever. <laughs> And in my tag team match, I didn't tag in my partner, Brian Danielson. I just did the whole match myself. How could you uh, because deny Brian Danielson
2: <laughs> his favorite thing in the um, world?
0: The game is a little unfair, I'd have to say, because I can't win the women's belts, but I can't wrestle the women. Uh, so if I can wrestle them, I should be able to win their titles. I'm just saying uh, for quality well, sake. Well, it sounds like which. <laughs> I mean, not to be a men's rights guy one of those guys. <laughs> well, in this case
2: you just merge the two titles into one yeah, new belt on super, super title, title. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and when, boy when you enter the ring when you have all the belts you have all of them on you
2: Got it. so I walk out
0: with four titles <laughs> and uh, yeah it's a very so like it starts at
2: your waist game. and just goes up like the no, chest
0: two, two around the chest two in my hand mm. Um and uh, then uh, I wish there there was a go way to, like to just one stack wrapped over. around each leg. That's I wish oh, I could wrapped oh, around the face. I wish I could. And I one would diagonally I would, over the. chest I would do the hang around the neck. That's what if I could set it to anything, I would set it to that because mm-hmm. that was always. Um, I love wrestlers that do that. It's yeah. really hard. That's dope.
2: Um, I'd probably do two on the legs and then uh, do one. Like sash a, on the front like and then a one pack? sash on the back, mm. like the other way, so it still or makes like that X pattern.
1: You have them un unwrapped and they're all draped over your back like a cape. That would be oh cool. Oh my too. god, yes, that would be
2: neat. I'd like that. Someone, someone, get Tony Khan on the phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got ideas for let him. him. Let him create the cape belt. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a fun game. It I is like a Kate weird belt. game. Uh. My character, every time he grabs a weapon, the first weapon that comes out from under the ring is a pizza box. I have it set <laughs> for that. Uh, it's very silly. You get um, the option
2: to have a pizza box?
0: There are so many weapons in this game.
2: I, like, I've like. i never even a seen a pizza box on AEW. No, but there's like, an explosive. Mm.
0: Yeah, you can throw an explosive at someone. What? Uh, chainsaw brooms, chainsaw bats, uh, tack shoe. Chainsaw men? Tons of... Tons of not chainsaw. Uh, of, uh, oh my god, barbed wire. Bar- oh chainsaw broom I mean, listen, doesn't make any sense.
2: But, <laughs> I mean, hey, I imagined um, it, but
0: but yeah, it's a it's a silly game with uh, as wrestling games should be. Yeah, it's very fun. I wish there was more character creator options. That's my only uh, bummer. There's a lot of moves, which is cool, but not a lot of physical attributes you can change. Mm-hmm. Even if you make your character uh less muscular, he still looks kind of jacked. I mm-hmm. was like, you know, I'm not trying to make him fat, but I do want him to be a little more natural looking.
2: Yeah. Because or I am Ray not Finn. jacked.
0: Right. You can make they still look pretty jacked. Yeah. Like no matter what, there's there is still a level of
2: how jacked does Darby um, Allen look in the game?
0: He looks like he looks pretty good. That's okay. the well no like so, he like, looks he's, pretty slim. He's, a toothpick he's slim but jacked. He's slim, but with muscle definition.
1: Um, I guess so. I didn't want to go with the uh, the Street Fighter route. Right. Of having to make a- Abominations
0: and this, function. Yeah, and this is their first game. So, like, they're not their first game ever, because Ukes made the wrestling games for forever before WWE stopped having them do it. But it is AEW's first game. Yeah. So they're going to be able to build off of
1: this and that'll be cool. Maybe there will be a DLC pack of character creator.
0: Mm. There might be items. There, there, there is an option in there to have blue body paint that makes you look kind of like a Navi. Mm. That is going to be my next move. Just letting you know, I'm going to make a Navi be in
1: your blue period. It's going to be
0: uh great, um, but it's to a, give it's yourself a, a
1: long ponytail.
0: Yeah. Definitely the Lance Archer um, ponytail, but it was a it's a it's a fun little game. Um, the other game I I've been holding off on talking about um, because Forrest has played it, and I I'll jump in when he's talking about it. Um, but I'll
1: let Seth talk
0: for a little bit.
1: Well, good because I've been playing some games. Um, good, I've been on kind of a throwback kick. Honestly, mm-hmm. good. Um, you know I love those. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and it, and it started with, um, the Nintendo direct, which we will talk about one of the announcements, like there was a big part about Pikmin four. And then they announced that they were re-releasing Pikmin one and two on the eShop. And I was like, shoot, I'm getting those, um, play through Pikmin one. it You can beat it in like four hours. It's great. Um, great game. And then I played through Pikmin two, which I had never played. Um, which is a lot of fun. I I don't really have much to say about Pikmin Two. Uh, other than that, it's it's really good. Is uh, it also short like Pikmin One? No, it's much longer. Um, they like added caves that you have to go down into with the, with like multiple levels and stuff. And they added the new Pikmin. Um, it was weird though. They took away a lot of. The throwing Pikmin onto like a ledge to move an object so, you, so you're so you able to get up to somewhere. Um, and it was more along the lines of you were blocked by water or by fire or by electricity and needed the other kind of Pikmin. And I, that's actually a thing I, I noticed in the Pikmin 4 demo that they released. I don't remember much of how Pikmin 3 was structured like that, but I do remember there being, like, building stuff in Pikmin
0: 3. It makes me wish Marianne was on it,
1: the episode. yeah, she
0: <laughs> played the heck out of Pikmin I 3. mean, I
1: played a lot of Pikmin 3, too, but it was back in the Wii U days, so I don't remember too much. of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I played that, and then I I have played the uh, Pikmin 4 demo, mm-hmm. um, which is really good. It is interesting going from Pikmin 2 to Pikmin 4. Um, because you immediately notice, uh, the, obviously the, this, what they have shown in the trailers, the scale of the world is like way bigger, um, and seems to be more, um, what's the word that more like realizing the actual sort of scale of the world that you're in. Uh, it's always been sort of implied that you were visiting Earth as like really tiny people, um, and in this one, the scale of the environment seems to match your size versus what how big places would actually be, which is cool. Um, there's some weird changes. The somehow the button, the control scheme is is just way more complex in Pikmin Four. Or not having that many new functions,
2: which That's is weird. yeah,
1: which like they is, remapped
2: a bunch of stuff from yeah, like the typical scheme. Yeah,
1: it and it's it was really strange because I was like pressing the same buttons, expecting them to do the same things, and they don't. Um, like there, you use used to be you press a button and Pigment Two, rather you press a button and it will disband all your pigment and they will all go into different groups. Um, and this one, you have to hold the button which opens up like a sub menu that you can then pick the disband thing. And then you have to choose which group of Pikmin you want to disband, like while holding that button. And when you release it, um, there's like, so like there's a bunch of functions mapped to like the Y button, I think. Um, and when you hold it, it brings up a little directional menu that you have to do. Mm. Um, so it was, it was, we, it was, it was interesting getting used to it. Uh, Coming from, it. but it's it seems really fun. I'm it's coming out soon. I'm uh, I'm excited for it for sure. And the the demo is pretty lengthy. Um, you can basically play it infinitely until you the the structure of the game seems to be obviously you crash land on a planet. Um, in Pikmin one, you had to recover the ship parts. Right. In Pikmin two. Uh, you were going back to the planet just to collect treasure to pay off a huge debt that the company ran into. Um, So there was no, like, time limit that you were faced with. Um, And you just had, a like, your score would increase based on how much the treasure's worth. And this seems to be more along that line um, that you crash land, but rather than being... I mean, I'm sure there are specific individual parts that give you certain upgrades, but... You are just grabbing items that then it the ship is able to turn into energy, basically to charge the, mm. the engine. Um, so it's basically you have to fill up a number based on and and then once you hit that number in the day, ends the demo ends. So if you don't do that, you can just keep playing forever.
2: Um, <laughs> and I like love demos demo, like that. Yeah,
1: and like you can and. They make it in that demo, in that first area, you can get access to the Red, Blue, and Yellow Pikmin and the Ice Pikmin, which are the new ones. So it's it's a pretty cool demo, uh, especially when it comes to just, like, noticing the scale of it is. And it. It's a really good-looking game. Um, honestly, I didn't think, like, even... They didn't do any remastering to the Pikmin 1 and 2, and I still thought they looked pretty good. But they have that, you know, they have that GameCube-era aesthetic.
0: Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. At the uh, end of the day. I
1: think um it has th- that this and one other thing uh has made me like key in on a trend. And you really once you like when you're playing older games then come to modern games, you really realize how much like UIs of games have kind of smoothed out into this one homogenous mass of like you know, translucent, rounded Squares, yeah. with the same pen of text. Um, I was really bummed out that the, like the, the level selection screen in Pikmin One and Two is like a, a long range view of the planet you're on, and you pick which area of the of the world you want to go to, and when you hover on it, your little your the ship and all of the onions float around it before you go in, and then it like zooms in. And in on this one is it's it's literally like uh, a vertical list that is just text that you choose from, uh, and it's like why 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 would you take that personality? But it it is I've noticed that in a lot of Nintendo games. Um, we'll talk about this, and one of the things in that was revealed in the Nintendo Direct that I was super excited about was this the remake of Super Mario RPG. But even looking at those screens, like there's this same thing of kind of taking the individual UI that they had for it and instead reworking it to look like i don't I don't know in, into yeah. this kind of sameness that yeah. you see across Nintendo games which is you know it, it's a big bummer cuz especially in GameCube days like everything was just way different from each other and they were all bespoke and i'm sure that's you know, it takes longer, uh, more man hours to make games these days, and it's probably easier, but it is kind of a bummer, especially coming from Nintendo, who is sort of supposed to be the the very intricately made games like that. Uh, but the demo was still fun, uh, despite my qualms with the presentation here and there. Right. Uh, so it's coming out soon, so I'm I'm excited for it. For sure, there's the, the dog in it that you get to ride around on. So oh, there gee. there is some possible crazy deep lore that is going on <laughs> in Pikmin Four. God bless. So the beginning of the game, uh, you are actually playing as Olimar, who is like having crash landed and is on like en route to getting the stuff he needs to leave um, the planet, and so you. You fly into this area that is, like, inside of a bedroom. Which, first of all, really cool. Uh, it's a different kind of environment than we've ever had. It's a lot a lot of vertical movement, which is a lot of fun. Um, and you have to ride around. He's got a dog. Uh, you have to ride around on Collect the Pikmin, and then there's a fight. And he gets, like, the item you get is, um, I guess it it lets him send out an SOS beacon that goes back to this rescue corporation that you're the main character that you play as as part of who then come in to rescue Olimar. Um, but as you're playing the demo there is this character that shows up that looks a lot like Olimar um, except he has like leaves covering his face and his nose, he's got a regular nose sticking out and then one of the little pigment sprouts on top of his head. And also the um, the dog is that he had is next to him. And so was like, is this Olimar? And so I, th- I've i read... So I didn't know about this. In Pikmin 1, you can fail the mission if by... Like, there is an a certain number of days that you mm-hmm. have to collect the ship parts. And if you don't have enough, or if you don't have all of the right pieces... Uh, like, it, the, the ship will fly and then stop and then crash land... <laughs> Uh, Olimar will die. The Pikmin will then take his body and it gets absorbed by one of the onions and out pops a seed. And like, there's a little Olimar head that pops out of the ground, uh, like one of the Pikmin. And so it seems like maybe (laughs) this is like a, a, a split timeline or whatever. Of um, and this is the world where Olimar failed to get off the planet and died and turned into a Pikmin Oh my god. And the little leaf man that's running around is Olimar. Now, that's good stuff. Which is just insane. I and I had never known about this ending. Me either. Um because like it's not <laughs> it's not difficult to get the things unless you like intentionally don't uh don't. And when I saw it on the internet, I was like, oh my god. This is this is this kind of crazy stuff that I'm here for. Um which That's is That's unhinged. Yes, and it's just yeah. hilarious coming off of uh Zelda which famously has a split timeline.
2: Yeah. That's um,
1: exactly what I was thinking. The entire yeah, time you were explaining
2: like, this I'm like this is literally just like Yeah,
1: this is the the, the hero the the, the hero, hero fails, fails timeline. So, I don't know and I don't I realistically i don't expect that to be what the story of the game is um but i hope it is because that would be that would just be hilarious little olivar olimar man um so anyway that was that i also um recently have been playing through fire emblem which the the game boy advance game that came out okay um I was going to say I'm sorry, but then
2: you specified. Yeah, uh,
1: so it's God Fire Emblem, the, the the first one that came to North America. It, it dropped on the Game Boy <laughs> Advance, Nintendo, Switch Online stuff. I've been playing through it. Um, and I just want to say, it is absolutely a better game than Engage. Oh, absolutely. There's better characters. Um, the pace is better. The... Uh, the maps are better. It's there's just, and of course, the sprite. Work there's animation. the amazing sprite work, which is like, it's unfair to, uh, it, it, there's not, well, I'm not going to say there's not a way to replicate it. They haven't, they've decided not to try and replicate it yeah. in, in recent Fire Emblem games. It's just, it's amazingly a better game. Um, And it was, it was like a, an opinion that I had held with, when playing through engage, and it was nice to be able to like jump back in and be like, "Oh yeah, I was totally right." Yeah, this is just a way Stringly better game. Extremely validating, um, and, and also kind of sad. "Like man, I wish they could. <laughs> I wish they could do stuff like this again." Uh, it was also funny. I experienced one of the things that um, there are certain like characters in in this game. That to recruit, they start as enemies, and mm-hmm. you have to, to recruit them. Like, you have to go into enemy territory, and you risk getting attacked and dying. And I remember originally playing it, and it was so hard. Like, I had to reset levels so much to get these people. And it was really easy when I did it. And it's just one of those where it's like, oh, yeah, I was just not You weren't grasping good. I, I yeah. wasn't, yeah, I just didn't get, I wasn't as good at playing these games yeah. when I was uh, a young teenager. When I was, like, 14 years old, I didn't I didn't understand uh, and so I'm really anticipating when Sacred Stones comes out because that was a game I thought was legitimately hard yeah. and did not get very far into it because I thought it was too hard. Um, so when that comes out, I, I'm, I'm, I wonder if it's going to test me as much yeah. as I as it used to. Um, I think I also was playing Ephraim mode, but I'm not sure which is the harder version. Mm. I don't know. Um, so I play, I've been playing that. I also, so i I was going at some point. I was thinking about starting Final Fantasy 16. Um but I was just like coming out of the Breath of the Wild. I don't want to immediately get into this another super long game. Um, it's not super long.
0: Well, so I I will say because yeah. I've I've looked up like run times and stuff.
1: Um, Be that as it may, it's it's the ironic thing is that I went from that mindset to uh, putting Xenoblade 3 back in and starting the uh, (laughs) DLC, which is it's like, it's a much smaller um, all of the the DLCs they've released have been uh, essentially standalone experiences Um, and so obviously like they're working on a much shorter timeline and the games are going to be a lot smaller um, and I know I've said this a lot of times before, David. About this is the thing that could maybe make you understand the the, the love I have. And I, so I wonder if like Torna and and the other ones, Torna at least came was released as an experience by itself. I don't think that the one for Xenoblade Remastered was, and I don't imagine they'll do for this one, which is too bad. But it it's kind of like. When I was playing it it reminded me of the like the the scale of the original Spider-Man game on PS4 mm. as opposed to the scale of the Miles Morales game where they took all of that bigness and kind of compressed it and made it way easier to unlock stuff. Um that's kind of like the way it is in this where um you don't have to wait a long time to get all of the moves and stuff. Mm-hmm and the map it's a large map but it's only the one the one area everything is connected to each other um you get your full party relatively quickly and you're just constantly leveling up um so it's it was and it, it was really good i i wouldn't encourage you to play it because you'd have to watch like a whole lore explainer <laughs> because everything about this DLC is like resolving the deep lore of the entire trilogy and all right. of its expansions. Um, but man, it was so good. It mm-hmm. was so fun. Uh, it got me emotional multiple times. Like, good. Shulk is in it and he and he's got he's got, love Shulk. he's got a robot arm and he's got long hair and a cloak. Put
0: that skin in Smash. Oh, so cool.
1: Put that. Uh, and Rex is in it. He's he's older. And he's got a cloak and he has two swords and one eye and. Oh, he's so he's so, he's no, so fun cool. to play as because he's got this attack that is like recharges all of your abilities when you get a critical hit. And it, and so you can basically just like keep tapping it because it yeah. just crits all the time yeah. and just charge yourself. But then, you know, that aggro's enemies and they immediately all attack you, which is dangerous. Uh, but it's, it's super fun. Cause they, uh, they have taken out a lot of the insane customization yeah. because you only have the six characters and they can't, there isn't any of the cross pollination of classes and stuff. It's like, yeah, these attacks and that's it. Um, and I, and it makes, I think it makes for a much more approachable experience. Of course, disregarding the story that would make no sense. Um, but it's great. It was super fun. And it's the, they kind of put it in sort of a weird section of the main game. And, uh, and so that was one thing I was like, I don't know this. It, it feels like really shoehorned in. Um, but I, I loved it. It brought a, it brought back a bunch of characters. Um, the main character looks exactly like Fei Fong Wong from, uh, Zeno gears, I think, mm. which is this really weird callback that they did. Um, doesn't actually seem to have any relation to to him, but Oh yeah, and there's the, the absolutely insane part where at the you start up at the end of a chapter, like the screen goes black, and then at the beginning of the next chapter, all of a sudden your characters are in just like the real world it's in a cul-de-sac what? with a bunch of like houses around you in a park, and it's like, what the heck is happening? It was absolutely trippy. Kingdom Hearts uh, Four, yeah, and it made me. It was, yeah, it I was, was like the world ends with you, yeah, or that, but that was not the real world, yeah, sort of. Um, it was, it was a great time. I really loved it, and they finally, at the end of it, did the thing like that everyone was expecting. What Xenoblade Three was going to be, and that they united the Xenoblade. Xenoblade. No, they unite the worlds. There's like a little. After there's a long credit sequence that has, um, like clips from all of the games one, two, three, oh, I'm and such a sucker for and, that. And this DLC, uh, highlighting all the main characters and all the, and it's, and there's this very emotional, like, uh, JRPG ending song. And then, you know, the after the credits, it shows the two worlds because, you know, at the the crux of the whole thing was that the worlds were split into two. One was Xenoblade 1, one was Xenoblade 2. The issue in Xenoblade 3 is that the worlds were coming back, but because, but when they came back, they were going to obliterate each other. Yeah. So they created a machine to restart the worlds after that happened. Um, Xenoblade 3 left off on, on this really poignant note where the, like, Sometime, someday in the future, we know. Whoops, we know that we will figure out how to resolve this, and we'll see each other again. But it didn't actually end it. At the end at the after the credits, it showed the two planets in space, and they then it, it showed the the kind of Oroboros thing, which is the the main power that the characters have, and poof. There's one Earth again, uh, and it's seems to be our Earth because, like in it, you can clearly see like Africa um, <laughs> and other continents, and so it was really nice. I was like, oh, they did it! They brought the world together, and our people can finally be with their families again. And then there was a mysterious thing that crashed at it from space on into the planet.
2: Oh, just meteor. to give
1: to give a little. Uh, towards the future it was a great time did the live stream come out i was about to say it was no it was very small <laughs> okay yeah i hope it was not Genova. but yeah it was i kind of hope it
2: was yeah <laughs> no. <laughs> no no these people have been through enough the final fantasy 7 remake project expands <laughs> yeah evermore oh. into other oh. franchises it was a great time though good i wish i could share all the things that happened in it with all of you but well, so I own Xenoblade Three, really. Yeah, I like I bought it. that on launch. I just haven't started it yet. You should. It's it's a lot of fun. I've
0: bought almost all of them.
2: Yeah, I just uh,
0: played them for five to ten hours and been like, "Yes, this is great." But I very
2: hard to get into. Can't do now. this and then I uh, traded it. I listen to those uh, soundtracks all the time, though. They're great. They're they are very good soundtracks. Yeah. Some of the best. Uh, so,
1: one of the things that was so this it. it Obviously this thing leaned heavily into nostalgia. Yeah. Um just because of how much it referenced like directly stuff that was in 1 and 2. But it was also great that like the entirety of like the starting area from uh from Xenoblade 1 was like in the game whole cloth.
2: Mm, uh, nice. and had
1: the same like uh background music and battle music. It That's was cool. like when it started playing I was like, "Wait a minute, I know this." <laughs> Uh, it was so great. Uh, a lot of fun for the Xenoblade fans. Yeah. And really good. Sweet. Yeah. We love it. And I think if, if you could, if they, I I wish they would do a release of it standalone. It, the only problem is it's like nothing in it would make sense to anyone. Right. It was different with the Xenoblade 2 one since that was a prequel to that. Um, But it really would be a good, be like, hey, I know that that game looks like a lot, but here is a kind of pared-down version of it, Uh, and if you like it, it, this would be something to uh, look into. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There
2: you go. I think that's all I've been playing. That's a lot. Tetris, obviously. Always. Yeah. <sighs> there Tetris. Are just, yeah, there are just some uh, certainties with sure, sure. with each of us. David always plays Picross. you always play Tetris, I always play Halo. It's yeah. likely that there are some other games
1: that I've played in that time, but I I just can't think of them. So obviously they didn't stand out all that much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it Let,
0: happens. It's been a while too. Let's talk about Final Fantasy 16 for it. Yes, us. sir. I I don't have the glee that you have. Really? But I like it. But I'm interested to see why. Okay, so um, I want to lay some framework. It is very difficult to talk about where you're at in this game without spoiling major things. Yeah. Because everything that you get and everything that happens is attached to a major plot point happening. Um, And that doesn't stop happening because my no, friends it, yeah it my friends that are paste. much further than me um said have said the same thing uh seth the game is only 30 35 hours long Wow, oh. um
2: it's not nice. an open world yeah but, um Ooh, it's, it is, like, it's like kingdom hearts style. it's isolated huh. maps Which it's I even more love. isolated than kingdom hearts yes. i think yes um, I would, yeah i would say um but just that general idea of just So to give you an idea of areas. where I'm at
0: I just got my wind powers
2: Okay okay so I'm and a little then further than you know, like a few hours. I did
0: ahead. the Kaiju battle after that Yes that's where I stopped Okay
2: uh I'm like I would say 2 to 4 hours ahead of you okay. I think
0: So I really like this game. Same. I'm not. I don't think they should have called it Final Fantasy. I have a big issue with that. And it's not even just because of the uh the free flowing combat system. I think that's great. I love the free flowing oh, combat system. The combat's
2: system. awesome. I uh, think initially it started out a little too basic for me, but then once it starts being like, oh hey, you can enter. You can switch elements on the fly. Yeah, like you nice. swing your sword, then you do an element attack. It's literally built in to be like a, like a rhythm mm-hmm. to it, and that makes it so much fun. It makes it very fun. I I have a couple of... But what, ma-
1: what about more. it is not Final Fantasy, then?
0: Um, none of what you do as an element actually matters.
2: Nothing has weaknesses. Oh, yeah, there's
0: no magic... So like, like I gauge I would anything. not even that. I was fighting plant things with my fire ability and I'm like, you know what? I should be doing extra damage. The, you uh, are nope. not doing extra damage. It
2: does the same damage as the wind. Um, so you could you could too. fight plant like
0: water with water and it's going to do the same. Yeah. If mm. if you get I don't know if you get water, but but I'm assuming. Um there and it's not like it's not like a deal breaker to me, but there is a a large amount of the RPG part of this game that is just cut off. Hmm. They cut off. This is legitimately, and I, I mean this in a nice way because I like it, but it is not final fantasy. Uh, They have made in a good way, a devil may cry game.
2: With like that Kingdom with, Hearts style, like with, item, yeah,
0: like a like a weird uh, mix between equipment. Devil May
2: Cry and Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm.
0: um, and I think that it's good, but I I just don't think it should be named this. It and they could have the problem is they needed to name it that because it's got the name recognition, sure, um, and it does. It it is really cool. The all the story stuff is super cool. Um, the game is gorgeous. The game is gorgeous. I, I it I is. <laughs> So one <laughs> one of the things that that came out while we were not recording was how expensive video games are to make on a level oh, yeah. because Sony poorly redacted some documents oh, yeah. uh, and we found out that the Horizon sequel, Last of Us 2, and uh, a couple other games all costed them more than a quarter million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. This game costed... Maybe around a hundred million dollars to make and it looks as good as those games like it looks phenomenal uh, the cutscenes are great the the voice acting, the performance capture um, I, I, I'm sorry for stepping on you talking about what no it you're okay like, um,
2: I you you can articulate these things a little more concise than I can um,
0: I like, my, my main issue is the RPG stuff. I, yeah. The rest of the game, I'm like as excited as Forrest is, but it really bothers me. Uh, the, one other small bother. Um, there, uh, There's a pivotal question asked of you at the beginning of the game is do you want to play on story mode or do you want to play on normal action mode? So they give you the idea that one of them is easier than the other. They are the same difficulty. Mm-hmm. Just the story mode auto equips the assist items that they give you at the beginning.
2: Ah, I see.
0: Whereas if you choose the non story mode,
2: you don't gi- equip yeah. them. You're still given those items, but and they tell you about exactly. them. Exactly. But they just don't have them automatically. So equipped. the weird
0: things that they have as accessibility to make the games easier for people are items that take up the slot of what would be in the R- RPG X. Ex- mm. So I didn't use those, of course. Um, I'm not like dumping on anyone that is, yeah. but they, we just they don't do do fundamentally change the game. Yeah. There's uh, an auto dodge and, and auto heal, auto dodge, auto heal. One controls the dog for you, mm. um, which you issue commands to the dog. Um, and the other one is, I can't remember what the other one is, but there is four. Yeah.
2: Um, you only have three item slots and you only have three item slots. Three item slots. Um,
0: So, those will take up the space of HP plus five or Hmm. attack plus seven. Yeah. Um, You can upgrade your gear, like you can get a new sword or you can get new boots, but it's in constant, your character looks the same, which is fine. The sword
2: will change. Um, um, Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Because that's something I have been keeping track of. Because every time I go back to the hub, uh, there's something I really like about this game is that, like, basically, So every time you go back to the hub after like a major or like a set of like story, Mm -hmm. like chapters that you're doing, um, both the shop and the blacksmith update with like new stuff that you can either craft or buy. And it's usually the same same stuff. But the blacksmith one, when you craft it, it's automatically the plus one version of that thing.
0: Oh, so I I think I missed or... mm, maybe skipped accidentally past the blacksmith explanation Yeah, because I've been like, I'm getting a lot of crafting materials, but I don't know what they're for. Yeah. So, (laughs) so I think I missed that
2: weapons, uh, item accessories, stuff like that. And it's gotten to the point where like, I'm into this rhythm of, I will usually craft my new weapons and then buy my new accessories. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Just so I'm not going too far into either like, um, pool that I have mm-hmm. um and just like divvying things out a little more consistently so that I always like have a constant stream of upgrades and like new gear and stuff. Um and it like it's I don't typically like usually deal with crafting in games outside of like Kingdom Hearts when I wanted to craft the ultima weapon. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game I'm like actively keeping track of my crafting stuff i'm like ooh, i i would like to craft this sword next time i'm back here yeah uh, if a new one isn't available by then um so yeah stuff Um, like that
0: so to give people a small idea of what the story is i would say go play the demo if you if this conversation interests you in this game at all the demo does a very good job of encapsulating what this game is going to be for you yeah um it's maybe two hours long and it's perfect. Like it, 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 it tells you everything, and that your progress is going to carry over. Um, you play as a character named Clive. Um, Clive Rossfield. Clive, um, Ro- yeah, yeah. They're like a buffy. This group. game yes. is very passionate about last names and <laughs> uh, pronouns, uh, or na- proper nouns. Yes, um, Clive is a bearer. Okay. And also A crystal bear? A, a marked one. Like is that mark? Final that what, Fantasy Chronicle? Dominant. He's all he's a bearer and a dominant. Ooh. The dominant and thing comes
2: later. So but, but he's got the it's very so very clear in the mark. There is a
0: weird slavery system in this game <laughs> yeah. where
2: bearers are considered bearers subhuman.
0: Are considered subhuman and Dis- have a sword a really sick looking sword tattoo on their face.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the empire brands them with a sword like tattoo. Mm. Um, and so there are some bearers that don't have that. And like, this does like feed into some like side quests and stuff. You'll get into mm-hmm. in the game where uh, like, th- like this one bear was in a village and one of his friends found out that he was a bearer and he completely disowns them. And it like very much, like a racism sure. thing going on here and just general dehumanization um, of people who are literally just like everyone else, except they can do this one cool thing. Classic X-Men stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Clive and his brother, Joshua are sons of a king. Yes. Of their land. And they have a really mean mom.
2: I was about to say the mom. And there is a really so bad, bad night
0: there is a really bad night where some crazy stuff happens and then Clive has to run away. Yeah. Mm. Um, sure. There's a lot more plot developments that are related <laughs> to that past where I am. There is a
2: lot of things happening yeah. where I'm at, the, but to give qui- you the quick run of it is that uh Clive runs away or he gets taken away and forcefully drafted into
0: being a bearer.
2: A, yeah. And uh, a rival empire and is now just, Basically Mm. fighting in A militia man. Yeah, yeah. He's like a a black ops army guy. Yep. Um, Uh, Hunting down enemy dominance, which wield these kaiju creatures called icons. Yes, which are the Final Fantasy summons.
0: So what's beautiful about this game. Like Doom Train. If anything I'm saying to you is overwhelming you, because it should be. Because it was overwhelming to me while I'm playing it. And they're just throwing these terms out. Is you can hold the touchpad down, and it pops up like a little mm, glossary. Yes, I love those. with of like relevant information. With relevant information of this is the town you're in. Here's the history of the town. Here's some. This character. is the people that are around you. Yeah, wow. That
1: was a uh, classic some terminology. A classic Square Enix know. thing on Nintendo DS games.
2: Exactly. They brought it back. Yeah, that's great. It's wonderful. Um, and it's, it's this
0: game really it's needs it. F-
2: yes, it's one of my favorite features of the game, though. Like I'm constantly checking that.
0: So when, and I, I, don't I wonder if
2: it's a coincidence that both consoles have a touchscreen.
0: I'm I'm not trying to be dramatic about it, but when this game was, I am when this game <laughs> w- was said to be inspired by Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm this it just is the map <laughs> the overworld map is the opening to game of thrones oh there God, are yeah. there are like 12 families I, that are prominent uh, they all good. have special names and special areas their castles have special names
1: mm. are they member areas i don't know but
0: <laughs> but it is it is insane the level of unnecessary
2: like uh, detail detail and, and political world. stuff yeah. that's thrown at it's you it's world building it's lore um, it's I love cool this. lore
1: but like it's a lot yeah. yeah it is a lot um i mean that is they were pretty explicit about that what it, like those uh those, being the uh inspirations yeah
0: so i've heard i was listening to a podcast today Where they said that the beginning of the game is a lot like that, and then after in the second act, all
1: that stuff doesn't becomes not important anymore.
0: In the second and third act, it becomes more Final Fantasy. So I'm kind of excited for that to kind of erode away. Uh, I think it's Mm. cool, and I it is interesting to me, and I like it. I just wish this game had more of the RPG stuff. That's where it's the big bummer for me. I I don't know why it couldn't be in here. I get, I guess, I kind of see it. You control only fire at the beginning, so it would be kind of annoying to right. to deal with that.
1: I kind of it, they, well, that's why they you, kept it as visual. Uh, just like. A, yeah,
2: so...
0: Distinctions. So Visual and wind. attack style distinctions. Yeah, right?
2: so basically... Because um, wind is super fast. Yeah. yeah and, and you've got claws. And you you have different abilities. Um, yeah, it makes Like, it's different it's ancillary combat different, abilities. Different styles rather than... Exactly. It's style switching from DMC. Yeah, rather than so like being... So, like, with the fire... Um, your main style move thing is like this dash that gets you like it closes in distance between you and enemies and then you can do an attack right out of it that does a little, like more damage it's, it's basically the, like a special attack it's
0: the thing from final fantasy 15
2: yes yeah, the warp strike you, those i was literally thinking that when i was yeah. playing the other day i'm like hey this is like the warp strike it's the warp uh, strike. <laughs> <for folks.
1: laughs> which is another game that was like front loaded with lore and then you're waiting for it to become final fantasy and it kind of Never does. I need to <laughs> beat that game one day. I don't think you but need to.
2: I, I, I. The end is not satisfying. I believe that. Uh, I know that actually. Um, but yeah, and then so back to sixteen, and then like the wind one, it gives you Nero's devil arm, like grabbing it things. It does like give you the cry. devil may cry grab. So please. either you get pulled to larger enemies, or they get, or smaller enemies get pulled to you, nice, and nice. then there's this. There's this rhythm with the combat where so you have the health bar and then you also have like the stagger bar, which was in seven remake, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Yeah. It does the
0: stagger thing yeah.
2: where sure. you want to get them staggered. Yeah. And the wind uh ability is super helpful with that. Like the claws, so like when you get the enemy half staggered, you can that then opens them up like for a short period of time for you to grab them and like it doesn't like it doesn't get the rest of the stagger bar down, but it gets them immobile, so you can just wail on them, and then that will deplete the rest of the stagger usually. These big boss – they're
0: like a couple – they're long. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you're fighting something that is
2: important, it is not a short fight. No. It is, is – that- vi- like it is given the weight that mm-hmm. a fight like this should Z- get. Z- Zach uh not to dox
0: my friend, um, but Zach – Here's his – he got. Here's his he got to the. His phone number. I yeah. think Social he is number. either in the at the end of the game or in the last quarter. Uh, but he had an hour long fight. Oh my
2: god! I it's keep hearing about like just this vague hour long fight that is like one of the coolest things that happens against Doom Train. But I hope so. But like, I'm so excited to get there. But it like to go inside
0: Doom Train. Mm-hmm. But I I also have I, we'll see when I get to it because I think it could be cool but there is something to be said about feeling like you're not doing enough damage. And this game does Uh, suffer from that a little bit where the fights are so long that they feel like slugfest, but it also is like, I should be doing more. Like I I should be cooler than this. I
2: don't feel that way because that's the thing. I I'm enjoying the visual flair of combat too much to, to really like even think about, D- like oh, I am that I'm too, dealing, but like, then I look like, up and I
0: see that I'm only halfway through the health bar. Like I <laughs> see, yeah, I, remember I see that, that being an I,
2: issue
1: in in some boss battles in Seven Remake. That it is just, yes. Yeah, I did feel that goes in that on game. forever. How am I not hurting this? Part? I
2: haven't felt that in this game um, yet. Uh, but like I said, I think it's just because I'm too engrossed in just the flair of combat. And like, I did I'm against the harpies. Th- that's where that's yeah. where it got real bad. for you to know the two yeah yeah
0: i was just like this is brutal this is
2: taking way too long that's fair uh i just i i think it's my devil may cry problem again where i just enjoy combat too much and i will literally sit in one fight even if it's a small fight okay i'll be like yeah
0: keep me here but for devil may cry stuff let me okay this because this i had this complaint and i said to two other people and they did not have this vibe okay there is something inherently bothering me with the combat of this game, though. Yeah. Because when you do something cool, it gives you stars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It'll be like, oh, two stars. Oh, you yes. did a- There's no grade. They don't but, grade but, but, your yeah, combat. You do get so ability what points. What do though. the stars mean? They don't mean anything.
2: Mm. They don't mean anything they don't. in the regular game. There's an arcade, like replay fight thing that you can do which those stars will give you higher points but like in the regular gameplay it's a strange thing then don't show it in the normal game yes yes
0: because because every time I see the stars I'm like
2: how Why am I getting rewarded for and this? And also, right. like, how can I is get Is it this giving one more stacker? Yeah. Because it's not. It's not. And like, how can I get this one star thing that I think is pretty cool and should be deserving of more than other one star things? How do I get it to the next star? Is that even a thing I can do?
0: There's there's a no, help? Th- right. Yeah. There's there's n- no explanation for hmm. it. Yeah. And I it doesn't detract from the game, but it is something that I my lizard right. brain, it's because of this. the combat games I've played, yep and obviously some of the combat stuff they wanted to do in this game there it is an imperfect marriage it is a very good marriage but
1: it um, has some bra.
0: but it has right and
1: i think that's uh, a lot of what you're saying is it's that's what make that's what it's making me think of how this is like like you said it is kind of a, a marriage of traditional final fantasy and more recent uh like character action games. Right. Um and it is like it the char- characters is, do be action. This is their kind of first attempt at doing this. And so I think like if this is a if they keep the same director or the same team and if this is the route they choose to go in, in the future, we'll probably see more of like the traditional final fantasy elements brought in. But I think there was probably just because it it seemed like they were intentionally they're like, okay, we're going to go away from everything that we do to kind of create this new new identity. And so I think that that's probably the cause of them stripping away a lot of the more intricate stuff yeah, in yeah. order to create this type of experience. So
0: my, the only thing I can say that maybe pushes back against that a little bit is that I know it's an entirely different team, so I need to divorce that in my head a little bit. But Final Fantasy VII remake nailed it. Yes,
1: this. it did a really it, good job of, it nailed, of merging of making it feel like more of an action game.
0: And like, I was controlling my characters yeah. with more detail. Yeah. And they had a status effects. There's not really status effects in this game. No. In fact, not there is not status effects in this game. It is
2: um to a is, fault, it is this game is blatantly just straightforward. Right. Like there's there's not extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like there's not extra stuff necessarily that you as a player have to deal with. Even with like the deeper combat mechanics, there's like aside from just like how you move in battle, there isn't like anything extra to that. Like like we talked about earlier, the damage values are basically the same between the two styles that we have so far. Um. So all it comes down to is just like how, how do you want it to look when you're doing it? Yeah. Aside for this yeah, one, and, and it's like,
1: ability. It's tough. Like you, and if you want to add more detail to the kind of tactical stuff, it it, it probably means taking away from some of the the stuff that you can do just straight combat wise. Right. Uh, and so yeah, okay. it's it. I I, I can understand because. Uh, there there aren't many like really good character action games like that are that have the kind of level of detail that like a DMC does yeah right and so there isn't really anything to compare to like the closest thing probably is kingdom hearts or seven remake early early
0: god of wars yeah before yeah. they um,
1: moved to the new one yeah but even those were were less those weren't so much rpg inclined right um and this one might not be the, like it might just be kind of uh, state. The RPG stuff is sort of stage dressing. Um, but yeah, so there is, there isn't a thing like we can point just like, look, do it like this did because those are like entirely different, different experiences. Um,
0: but, but I do want to, all that to be said, I like the game a lot. Yeah.
2: I yeah. like,
0: but I just, I kind of wanted to pick a lane and yeah. it, they didn't know which one to, they didn't know which one to do. And yeah. it, I don't, I, I don't know where the issue is or where – like I would love – i I'll never see it. But I want to see like wh- when and why the decisions were
2: made because yeah. they
0: spent so long
2: polishing this game. Right. So these
0: decisions were made it a did, long time ago. They this weren't. is a very
2: polished game. And it's a game. very polished the, game. The only problem that I have like performance-wise on this is that some – like – If I am moving my camera while I'm running, sometimes, like, the stuff in the background or just, like, anything that is not, like, the characters right up front just kind of, like, strain my eyes for some reason. And I turn down the motion blur... So yeah, the
0: motion blur is real bad. Yeah. But not real bad. Cause people, some people like motion blur.
2: It's not, for but me. the
0: game was making me motion sick. Yeah. And like then I'm finally, I'm, they made it to where you could turn it off. Yes. Like Thank I, God.
2: and I'm still having a little bit of that, like eye strain yeah. motion sickness. Um, so it's just gotten to the point where like, it's
0: cause it gets framey at a certain FOV. Yes. It's, it sort of has not in a bad way. It's not anywhere near as bad, but it has a bit of the Pokemon, uh, Arceus, where yeah. in the distance, it does get framey. They keep most of the moving stuff closer to you. Yeah. So you, it's not as noticeable, but it does get framey at a distance. And that's, and that that's what's causing to,
2: you to have that issue. Yeah, like you mentioned that, I think it is literally applying that to even, like, the scenery. Yeah, and I think that's bit. what my problem is, yeah. is that, like, the scenery in the background, while it is visually beautiful in motion if you are trying to move the camera along with just getting this view like that is like that is yeah. absolutely where that's It's like in. the weird it's muddy so weird. backgrounds in fall like,
0: fantasy seven yeah like, like, yeah it's, it's like oh that's this is a weird and i think yeah.
2: dissonance i think this is the first time Man, in i a love those game i do too yes yeah, <laughs> i think this is the first time in a game though where like distance and frame rate had potentially been like, like, non, like, like bothering you? Yeah, like, it's okay. like, and it's weird to think that, like, there maybe literally is like a frame rate range that applies to not just like characters and enemy and NPC models, yeah. but the game as a whole. And that's really weird uh, to think about. Um, quick aside, uh, <laughs> Clive is becoming one of my favorite Final Fantasy predictors. He's really cool. Uh, he's so, cool, he's but he so has, cool. Is he as cool as Squall? He's cooler. He's definitely uh Like he's, by where I'm at in the game, Clive is number one with Zach for me. He's like, he's he's really cool. He he has this <laughs> besides
0: g- having the name Clive, which is I don't not think a it's cool a bad name. name, but it's not the coolest it's not name. Not the coolest. Um, I almost have a hard time saying he's cooler than Sid though, who is in this game. Oh, okay, okay, that's I was going to get to. I heard cool, that Sid
1: but, like, is he. The best character ever. Yes. it's, it's uh, Yes. If you could ever <laughs> submit it.
0: Dude, I'll tell you straight up, I don't want to spoil how he gets on the screen, but the moment what was happening, I was like, oh, Sid's coming. Like See, I, did, I was just like, what's no, going on? No, and then the moment, boom, and I'm like, who? The, the it, moment that I was like, this has to be Sid. because and And straight up, Chris Maxwell can attest to this I, because I was in Discord with them when it was happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is... Oh, Sid's coming. And Chris is like, what? And I'm like, Sid's gonna show up here in a second. And he's like, okay.
2: And then he did, and I was like, Oh yeah, it's him. Um I but, I love every every single yeah. line that he gives. His he, voice it's too. so insane that oh. this voice actor, I can't remember his name, but he Oh, I haven't like, even looked him up. I need to I need to find he, more.
0: He um, is the key, the cool key voice in two of the biggest video games right now. He is Lorath in Diablo 4, and who is the main. Um, he's basically the new Deckard Kane uh, for Diablo. Um, so he's Lorath in Diablo 4 and Sid in this game.
1: Ralph Innocent. Ralph
0: Innocent.
2: Yeah. Oh, that name is super familiar. Um, I'll have to look him up later. But like.
0: Stealthus Telemon. Yeah. So, oh, yeah.
2: He's, he's got a whole... You,
0: I I man. kind of wish you didn't spoil that for yourself yeah. because he does get called... Sudol- he's He does not get called Sidolphus until someone uses it to put him into place. Yes. For a
1: moment. Uh, this guy is, he's, he's actually a oh very he's actually. Oh my god, he was the actor. Green Knight.
2: Yeah. It, oh! Oh my god. Oh! Yeah, that's that's I, It's all clicking. Okay. Oh my gosh, he's in, in the love Pope's with Exorcist. I'm in love with this man. It, has, oh yeah, he
1: was in the Hurricane Heist. Maybe the worst movie I've ever <laughs> seen in theaters. Oh, oh my god!
2: But yeah, Clive's great. Sid is even greater. Every time that Sid is on screen, mm-hmm. I He's am going to be in the creator. Just in Ooh. love.
0: Uh, I really, I. Um, I'm, gonna see that. I'm excited to meet all these new characters. I just saw some stuff that introduces. I saw, um, Bahamut's. Uh dominant yeah. and uh that was really cool, um, in a cutscene, so this it also does weird unrelated cutscene yeah. to everything else so that's, that's what on. it does weird asides like Game of Thrones, where it's like here's a cutscene of something happening far away from you. It will be relevant later, probably, <laughs> but
2: um, but right now it just so looks, looks cool.
0: here's some he, cool scenes. this setting.
2: guy was in
1: Game of Thrones,
0: really. What what is what was he? Uh,
1: let me. I'll have he to wasn't go to Hodor. IMDB. That would be funny <laughs> if it was Hodor. No way. DJ Hodor.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like the game. I'm I'm real. I want everyone to know. I'm we we say it every time we talk about a video game like this. I think you need to be critical of things you love, and I I always explain this to my friends because they're like, "You're giving me a hard time." I wouldn't bother giving you a hard time if I didn't like you. Uh I would just no. ignore your existence if I didn't like <laughs> you. Um and so things that I like I tend to pick apart and that is just because I like it and I like to dig into why I like it. Yeah. Um it's why it takes me months to buy a new TV when I go to buy one because I have to dig into every little thing about TVs and what it's just how I am as a person, um. So yeah, I'm liking it. I there is some weird problematic stuff with the cast system in this game, and I also wish there was. Uh, I I think that we would be remiss to not mention uh, that there needs to be more representation
1: yeah, other than white people, all, well, yeah. people. Um and yes, um, especially in a uh, slavery. Uh, metaphor yeah When it's all white people like
0: it's all white people and then uh all i've heard is about eventually there is a sort of middle eastern sort of kingdom uh tan white people not not like it is just white jesus um and i i think it's just a big misstep
2: i there's no reason that there couldn't have been right it is a bother it's a it's a frustrating thing
0: um but you know, I found fancy. Uh, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Square Enix.
1: So he was uh, in five episodes of Game of Thrones okay. playing someone called Dagmer Cleftjaw.
0: Ooh, that's a good name,
1: <laughs>
0: Dagmer Cleftjaw. I have the no the Cleftjaw more name. so because Cleft and Jaw go together. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. He must. I bet he was part of the uh, Brotherhood without
1: Banners. Mm, could be. Could be.
0: Uh, no, he was a gray joy guy. Uh, yeah.
1: freaking gray joys. Uh, um, who are the gray joys of Final Fantasy 16?
0: I don't know. Um, um, I bet you that they, I would, I bet you that yeah. Leviathan is their dominant though, or the their icon.
2: Yeah, mm, this, um, this is
0: a
1: better picture of Dagmar Clef Jaw. Well,
0: yeah, that's he's <laughs> <laughs> got a big cleft jaw. Yeah. So true
1: scans.
0: Yep. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, fun fan. Clive. Clive is super cool. Yeah. Clive. Job. And he's uh, so cool. And uh, Sid also super cool. The coolest.
2: Oh, uh, definitely
0: look, much cooler than Clive.
2: Also, I want to just make note of the character writing um, for Sid and the things that he tries to impart to Clive. Um, There is a conversation about like why Sid does what he does and Clive is very dismissive of him and not trusting and thinks that like Sid has to have an ulterior motive and Sid yeah. is just very straightforward and honest and like it's the characterization that happens makes these characters feel a little more real and not just archetypical basic characters even if you're only like five hours into the game like you haven't had much time to know these characters but the way that the interactions are written gives more Mm -hmm. than you would get in like an equivalent time frame in another like even another final fantasy game like i didn't get this connected or deep of ideas of any of the final fantasy 15 characters uh disregarding like the prequel anime shorts that they did. Mm -hmm. Like if I didn't watch those, I would have gotten almost nothing from that cast for the first few hours that I played that game. But like so much of the opening, like the first act of this of 16 is entirely about Clive and learning to like trust people. And specifically Sid is the uh, architect of that. Uh, growth in him, and he just has some really good conversations that for sure are like some of the some of my favorite things in the game so far. Of just seeing these very deeply wounded and lived-in characters having moments of just genuine honesty, yeah, and like it and like understanding that things have been really crap, and if they have the ability to change something for the better and make everyone's lives better than like, why not do that? Yeah. It's like, it. it's just like that kind of message that I love a lot of things across a lot of media and different series and stories and all that for it's just stuff that the hits right, right where I like to be hit.
0: It's, it's weird. Cause uh, and we don't have to go too far down this rabbit hole, but there is, sort of something to be said about the hero's journey. And there has been no, at least where I'm at, there's no refusal of the call so far with Clive. And so I, I yet, uh even though there's, there are definitely things that have happened where I feel like he should be sort of like, I don't want to do yeah, this.
2: If we were sticking uh, with right the typical journey. Exactly.
0: So I'm interested to see where his, where he goes or if he's just more fully realized and that's what they wanted to go with um but you don't have to you don't have to story circle everything but like if you the way that they're trying to i think position clive i think there needs to be a little bit of
1: that yeah Uh,
0: and we'll we'll see because me you're once
2: we're not far (laughs) enough
0: that maybe there, you know there could be something coming
2: yeah um i've still got two-thirds of the game left it seems yeah same so
0: Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back with the news. Um, and we'll, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, we won't keep you for too much longer. We'll do what we can. (laughs) Hi, big Joe here. And I'm here to tell you to check out suplex the sticks on all social media platforms at at suplex the sticks links for the socials and the invite to our discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. Um, there's been a lot of news because it's been an entire month. Um, Hooray. It looks like uh, Microsoft is going to get to do the thing.
1: It does seem like that. Um.
0: The FTC filed an uh, appeal to stop it today, and the judge denied the appeal, but now it's up to another court to possibly put it through. Um, But they did apply to have Activision Blizzard taken off of the stock market, Mm. um, which is the sign of the sale um, going through. So... That'll probably happen soon, and we won't have to talk about it again. Please, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every podcast I listen to is so tired yep. of this, but I feel like we even one, had,
1: haven't even had to talk about it that much because no, we haven't we, recorded it much, right? And we
0: we also haven't gone our way to cover every little thing about it yeah, um, because on, it's tedious. I also
2: think we got we we covered a lot of stuff more and talked a lot about more when it was Xbox and Bethesda. Like that merger. So, sure. you know, you have another big merger like this. I yeah. think we already kind of got talked out about just I mean, the general cons.
1: There have been a lot of interesting and humorous stuff that has happened in oh, the depositions. Yeah. Hilarious. And in the information that's come out. Um, uh, like it does seem like Microsoft has a good idea of what the Switch's successor is going to be. Um, yeah. or Or... Or or like the, the the window of time and that it's going to release, um, but yeah. So that stuff has been interesting to read, but uh, it's and I I mean I don't really want them to buy Activision, but I i be will be fine when it's over. There's
0: there's part of me that does because then stuff won't be Call of Duty support studios. Yes. That's the
2: thing.
1: Well, maybe like they're right. For yes. the love of
2: God, get Raven software making actual games again, please. <laughs> um, but Those people deserve it. But it's it is insane.
0: Um, the stuff that's uh, a very wild that the FTCs go. So Rebecca Valentine at IGN covered this thing like a champion. She was in the courtroom every day. Yo. And yeah, um, she like woke up super early to make sure she was there. Uh, like and was in there. She's it's probably the best reporting anyone at IGN has done in a long time, like actual real reporting. Uh, sorry to I don't really love IGN that much, but she does kill it. Um, and she was live tweeting stuff, uh, which was great. Um, Stephen Totillo at Axios. Um, but the, just to those are basically the two sources I use to keep me in the know. Um, very weird that the FTC like was arguing more on the behalf of Sony than the consumer, which mainly, which really the judge called out when in the, the filing to not side with the FTC mm-hmm. was like, well, the, this actually is maybe not the best for Sony, but it's a win for the consumer. Cause it makes it easier for them to get access to the game. Right. Like it it is so wild that like, and the FTC's data, the judge just like stabbed holes through it basically. Cause they, they didn't come with like good backing for their data. Um,
2: embarrassing.
0: It, it (laughs) if you go back and read a lot of it, embarrassing is the word. Um, it's weird. Um, but you know, it is what it is. We got to see that some video games that Sony make, makes cost way too much money. Um, we got to see that, uh, they're pretty sure that this like Bobby Kotick and them have seen the new switch or have a great idea of when it's coming. Um, the, we learned that in over 1 million documents that were submitted to evidence, not once did Microsoft ever bring up that it was going to make call of duty exclusive. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow <Why? laughs> insane yeah uh we learned that bethesda was mad about uh the possibility uh or that bethesda was mad at their games being exclusive pete hines wasn't happy about that
1: uh which is interesting we learned that um apparently at one point microsoft talked about uh spending as much money and in, in an effort to make sony not exist anymore like that was the goal of theirs
0: well uh, yeah it's so crazy but it's because it's insane because they got microsoft got mad because what what led to a lot of this stuff too was what led to the purchasing of bethesda we also learned that in this is that sony had bought Deathloop. basically they had bought ghostwire tokyo essentially. And they had, I guess, we're in advanced talks to get Starfield exclusive to. Yeah. And Microsoft's like, well, we're not playing well, this game anymore. We will buy you. We won't. You were going. to And that's the other thing. The judge said that Sony does the same thing. Yeah. But they just don't buy the studio. They just buy the game. Yeah. And which is wild. Um, it is different at the end of the day, but it is, yeah.
2: it still same. leads to the same result. Exactly.
0: Um, so it's interesting. Lots of interesting stuff. Um, it, it's so weird. Uh, cause I'm not a lawyer and I, but I read these things. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos of people parsing the data and stuff. And, um, hopefully it's almost over. Uh, next it'll be the, Overseas courts, the the UK, because the EU is fine with it. Right. It's the UK <laughs> that is mad. Um, but
1: in all likelihood, it'll go through.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll go through, and then uh, you can get Call of Duty on Game Pass probably somehow. Uh, and I look like Boo Boo the Fool because Diablo. I bought Diablo Four um, when I, I bought. I Marvel. bought Madden. Yeah, yeah very true. Um, that's almost done. Um, uh, let's talk about something that happened today besides the Microsoft thing. Um, Limited Run Games decided to make a series of increasingly weird announcements between today. Oh yeah, they had like it a
2: convention crazy. or not a convention, like a showcase thing. Oh really? Um, yeah. Uh,
0: Tomba. Yep. My pink-haired boy,
2: yes, from Yeah, it's a platformer Excuse from...
1: Excuse me for Say a, it with respect. From Tomba from a, from a PS1. Were,
0: the PlayStation yeah. 1 platformer, Tomba. I don't know if it ever came out in America. It did. It did? I played it a lot on my demo disc. Nice. I did not ever play the real game.
2: Maybe the real one didn't come out in America. <laughs> it's, I mean, I played the demo There disc. was also a Tomba 2.
0: Oh. It should
2: have come out in America. It had an ESRB uh, oh, well, there yeah. you.
0: rating. Tomba.
2: Yep. jump wow. on
1: pigs it is uh
2: jump
0: coming is it, a, is it a remake or I no it, i think they're it's, remastering
1: it okay remastering it. um mm. the gex trilogy is coming <laughs> yeah
0: so i'm trying to figure out what gex games i've played this is where mm.
1: it's hard to tell they're all very similar
0: <laughs> i played the ones on the nintendo 64 that's so all I all they were but then I played like a top-down one.
2: Top-down? Oh, GX? yeah, I think there was a Game Boy one.
0: That would make sense. That would make sense. There definitely um, was. I played that one a lot. Yeah. I played that one more than the N64 ones. So <laughs> this is, you know what? This is like when we were talking about Wave Race and I got excited and I was like, like the one on the Game Boy. <laughs> and you're like, I don't think that existed on the Game Boy. <laughs> And I had to prove to Sith that uh, Wave, Wave yes. Race definitely existed on the Game Boy. Uh, I have that on my Retroid Pocket 3 Plus, and I actually play it quite a bit. Uh, it's great. Um,
1: Gex Enter the Gecko was on Game Boy Color. Yes, And Gex 3 one. Deep Cover Gecko.
0: I'm thinking of Enter the Gecko. That's the one I played a lot. Yeah, I think game. that was
1: the, like, it was the second one. And I think that, that's the one that was most uh, critically acclaimed. Yeah. But they're all um, fun. It's going to be fun uh, seeing um, all of these dated movie references again. Yeah. Very yeah. fun. Um, I don't remember much of anything from those games except the huge Titanic level. Um,
0: I didn't play any of them, so I'm excited. Yeah.
1: yeah. They're great. Uh, part of the limited run thing was they announced their carbon engine, which I guess is like they have created a uh, in-house. It's like an emulator, kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. a. It's like a system that helps emulators like run on modern consoles. Basically, uh, I guess it's it's probably their own emulator that they've developed. Yeah, proprietary. Um, so hopefully, they'll be able to bring a lot more. Uh, I was actually thinking about this. I think that a lot, like we've seen, I think. We're in a veritable renaissance of retro games coming to, um, and and not just like, you know, 8-bit, 16-bit retro, but like from all eras, basically, of games coming. And I think, I honestly think that uh, most of these uh, announcements have to do with the fact that the Switch exists and that there is a very clear market among Switch owners for these games. Like they will release on Xbox and PS4, but I think like when they're developing, they're like, "We'll put this Primary on Switch, and a bunch of people market. will buy it on that." Yeah. Um, and so I think I think it's really cool that like it's it's just one of the uh, the the great like the Switch was a, a, a huge market for indie games, and I think also for these kind of retro remakes. And it's like the perfect system for him, too.
0: So I guess my next question is, when do I get Chameleon Twist? Uh, that would be interesting. Which I think, I still think I'm like one of the only people that played that game on uh, the N64. i played
1: both of them. um, um but I remember not liking Chameleon Twist too because it like f- was an enti- entirely different game. I only ever played the it, first. It was one. like a uh, a platformer.
0: I like that Force is having to Google
1: these games because he, a Twist lot of these was, were before yeah. my time. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but Chameleon Twist was a banger.
1: Yeah, it was a kind of uh, the kind of platformer collector. I'm barely and,
2: older than Chameleon Twist. And you, one. and you. you
1: Shot out your tongue, and you could move it in directions and around corners and stuff, and you used that I, to move around. I have such it was, a... And it was a weird... It had a really weird tone and atmosphere.
0: I have such a visceral memory of playing that game, because it was... I don't remember his name, but my only one of my friends had it, and his house didn't have very good air conditioning, and he lived on kind of a shoddy road. But I would go to his house and spend the night, and we would just play... N64 games and ride bicycles. And like it is like talking (laughs) about Chameleon (laughs) Twist is like triggering all of those things in my
1: skull. Like Yeah, there's so um, many weird random N64 games that I have like those kind of memories of playing. Um
0: and I couldn't tell you like what I have for breakfast last week, but I'm (laughs) like I'm memorizing this kid's street, like the road that and because of Chameleon Twist. Uh, it's the magic of video games, it really uh, is. which is why it's terrible that like eighty percent of them are unplayable yes, or modern. There was yeah. there was a
1: report that um, like eighty seven percent of all games ever are not uh, purchasable. Like you um, just, there's nowhere to buy them. the
0: the internet database. Actually, within the next couple of weeks, is trying to get some of the laws changed um, around that. Uh, to try to make them more of a library than yeah like yes. type of thing. Uh, um, um,
2: the completionist on yeah. YouTube. He is With games a and part libraries. Of that. That'd um, be awesome.
0: Um, yeah. Um well, the, like- uh Jeff Grubb on he, he does a daily show in the mornings called the game mess. Uh, and he's gonna have someone from the internet database on the someone show. Someone from on the my, internet. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna have someone from the on on the show on this coming Monday if you're listening to this uh, to talk about it, um, but it's important. Um, video game preservation is important. I'm, I make a lot of jokes that like, no, why would I play that? It's an old game or no, I wouldn't play that because I've already played it. Um, but it is important to have that stuff because someone wants to play it. Yeah. Um,
2: it, I, I know you and I get into this all the time, but it's the entire reason that I buy things physically. Oh, most yeah. of the time, it's because of stuff like this. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to not be able to play something in the future just because yeah, someone the digital to, right to, gets taken away yeah. from me.
1: I get it that. is weird. Like there's, a, we own a lot of games that we don't actually own. Like yeah. if they just decided, hey, you can't this this game doesn't exist anymore. No one's allowed to play it. That it could just be gone.
0: It's like that Disney Plus movie that I was actually. Yeah. We were going to watch the the one with the uh the crater movie. Yeah. Uh the kid the kids on the moon movie. Now I'll never get I to watch That wasn't even
1: it. out
2: like what? A month and a half. Yeah.
1: And, another um, the another thing limited run announced was Clock Tower, which yes. I don't think has ever been released in the West.
2: I I saw that. That Wait, was actually like the a big horror. Thing. No,
1: it has been. No. no. No.
0: I well, I played it. Uh but that's because <laughs> Oh, God, this is also My dad. Um, my dad uh, was a uh, in the military. He did computers for missiles and stuff for whatever in the Air Force. Um, but that meant he was also very good with computers. Um, and so he had uh, modded PlayStation 1s. Nice. And he also had um discs which is maybe why i played tomba but like he had a lot of burned playstation one games that he made got off of the internet back nice. when the internet was like young internet. yeah um and so that's probably why i've played clock tower because i and i know i've played because the big scissors i see it in my head i've played that video game with my dad uh and like that's crazy yeah. but that's that's how i've played the game um
2: that's awesome. But yeah, it, that's, uh, that's amazing. It's,
0: <laughs> I've definitely played that video. <laughs> that's weird. Um, uh, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, video games are cool, man.
2: Um, it, it's really weird. Like, so, you know, today, like Resident Evil and Silent Hill are massive horror games and like clock tower is kind of the, like one of the early beginnings of that. So it's, like, right. just, like, cool seeing one of the progenitors of it come back into the space. Yeah. Even if it's not, like, an entirely new game, just being back in again. It's it's just always a cool thing when things come, like, full circle like this. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Silent Hill, that made me think. Their uh, bloober team recently, like, they released a statement talking about how they're no longer going to be making psychological horror games and are instead going to be making, like, mainstream horror games, which is, you know, kind of splitting hairs. <laughs> but it was funny. Jeez. Oh, uh, the, the, like, in my mind, I had this reaction, uh, and then I, like, I had my own reaction to it, and I was looking at the replies on Twitter, and one of the first ones was, like, someone saying, good. <laughs> and that was like, yeah, yep, honestly... <laughs> After my experience with what they consider psychological horror, I yeah, I'm I can
0: okay. Get totally. away from that. Maybe yeah.
1: do stuff with actual action in it. Um,
0: they're also doing the Jurassic Park games, the eight yes. bit and sixteen bit Jurassic Park
1: games. No, so none of the ones, no, that none of those games play. are good, and they're all very hard to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, I know there will be people will like beat nostalgic for them and buy it. I remember playing Games the top-down ones. Yeah. So. Just things are impossible. Yeah. I remember. They're really, really hard. Yeah. Or they're just poorly made. Yeah. <laughs> both. Uh, um. I remember like well, one definitely I have a memory. I don't know where I was playing it, but I remember playing it, remember playing it and be like, I can't do this. Yeah. Um
0: the Ubisoft employee came out uh, I guess in something and said that the assassin's creed red which is the japan game um is coming out next year isn't it a mobile game i i don't know i don't know i didn't I, read too much into it i
2: think i saw a similar headline it was like i think part of the quote was that like it's going to be the biggest blockbuster of 2024 yeah and i read that and i just chuckled we'll see <laughs> um okay, Ubisoft. yeah uh something
0: to uh think about um craig mazin has taken his name off of the borderlands movie yes um because uh, it's
2: because it's still totally happening right it's definitely gonna happen
1: i think it's just going to be bad
0: yeah it's probably going to be very bad they went into reshoots and had a different director for the reshoots um (sighs) this movie finished filming last year in june
1: and we haven't heard anything about it. There was a constant stream of news about it. Yeah, yeah. and we haven't heard anything since.
0: Uh, it's just going to be. Yeah,
1: bad. I, I, the headline I saw is that it's in like post-development hell at this point. Yeah, like they just can't. Whatever they shot, they can't quite put it together into a movie. That's okay. I mean, Release I, I want to see it. Release every single. Release scene. the Mason cut. Release
0: the Snyder cut. Jesus Christ.
1: Of of border borderlands, <laughs>
0: let him bring, go yeah bring make.
1: him in. Let him make his own thing.
0: Let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um. Uh. And then uh, before we talk to about some of the direct stuff, um, Capcom wants to do more Mega Man games, but it needs ideas. I and I couldn't believe that when I read it. and I thought the headline was taking what Capcom said out of context. No, no, they literally they said <laughs> we're thinking of ideas and we're also like willing to work with other people because we need oh, ideas, Lord. yeah. How Mega Man it, it does itself, right? It it really gun should. arm, especially
2: move, with all the jump un-made bounce, slash canceled Mega Man Storm projects Eagle. over the last decade <laughs> yeah. and a half. Bring back Legends 3, yeah, yeah there exactly. you go. It shouldn't be too hard, but also, I think the lead producer uh left. Yeah, and recently. No, not not him. Like the oh, the, like other the guy, guy who has been the producer okay. for a few years now. I think he. I saw somewhere recently that he left. um So it's Me- kind of crazy Man's, that we went from an era
1: where they were just making every putting Mega Man in every genre, yeah, to and releasing
2: like at least two Mega Man uh, games to a year them of some sort. Been like eh, we don't really know what to do. Yeah. They're, they're uh, but just, it is,
1: but I think I th- and I think the solution to that, like I said, is to work with other people who yeah. maybe have other ideas.
2: Well, I I literally feel like every month I see a new Mega Man clone indie game yeah. like trailer on YouTube, and I'm like, hey, this looks really cool. I can tell you exactly what Mega Man game they took inspiration from from yeah. this. Why can't Capcom? Get some of these people, or even like, and it, they're it cooking right now. Yeah, they're cooking. They're doing good on most other fronts, but it's like Mega Man has just been, you know, stuck in this remaster cycle for a few years now. And like, I make a new definitely... RPG. Yeah, I would. Oh, le- yeah. I would like for them to do that. Make another Star Force game. Yep. That Those that series still needs a uh, wrapping need up. That.
1: No, Make make another
0: Mega Man soccer game.
2: Make that would, that would be, be better than
0: Mario that would be the ticket. Make yeah, the why isn't there? Like Just a, don't make a third person Mega Man. Back, That's what I don't. Want.
1: They should make a Mega Man like They mark, could, they like could like a make a third game. person Mega Man in the vein of like a Kid Icarus game. Yes. Oh no, that would work. Yeah. That would, that would be rock. awesome. That would rock so hard. And there could be that multiplayer mode. That they had, yeah. And your characters could turn into the robot masters. Mm. Yeah, really, I thought a, I've thought about never it. mind. I've thought a never lot mind. about it. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking
0: more like I don't want like years of war. Yes, we but don't then, need that. But then I thought like maybe make it like faster. But like Bulletstorm is a good case where you could do a
2: Mega Man game. I mean, game Platinum, there Platinum's is, game called like Vanquish. I think yeah. it is. There is, is retrofit that for footage out
1: there of a retro studios pitch of a, of a first person Mega Man game. That is that kind of fast paced action. I don't think it looked all that good, mainly because it didn't look like Mega Man, but like it was their take. Um, But yeah, like I, it's, it is hilarious that they're just like, we don't know what to do. Uh, It's
2: so frustrating.
1: I mean, you go back to your history, do that stuff again, Um, or put them in a newsroom, bring back Mega Man battle and chase. That awesome cart game, that was so good. Give us a
2: Mega Man party, like a Mario party. Oh, yeah, bring back Rockboard. Like, like, yeah, they had
1: a party game. Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't really a party game. It was. A, there is so much. It was an NES game. Yeah, board game games back then weren't.
2: I'm <laughs> so much party. Games, I awesome. am still waiting for ZX Three because that's totally gonna I happen. Bring
1: back. There was this.
2: Uh, hold on. I got
1: to pull up mmhp.net, the Mega Man homepage. Because there was this on PlayStation in <sighs> Japan only. There were these games called Super Adventure Rockman, which were like these narrative kind of um, Dragon's Lair type games with these like fully voiced stuff and these very long like animated scenes that you would interact with. Like, Bring that. I would pay so much for that. Give me the visual
0: novel Mega Man. Yeah, I would
1: play it. Yeah,
0: there's, there's so, so much, much you could do. There's so, so many great so characters.
1: Much. Apparently, I did also see. So they're shutting down, um, whatever the app was called, Next Dive. Next Dive but they are releasing a single player version of yeah. it that you can pay. Which I means
2: know. I will finally check it out. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. There's uh, like all those. Wait, I, that
0: uh, game's real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been
1: real. I've it finally always, came to America. And I've always. Down.
0: I've always thought that game was, like, one of the... So there's, like, a million Dragon Ball Z games mm-hmm. that are not official. It's right. just... Yeah. I've always thought that that's what that game no, was. No, it's an actual... It's, it's
2: actual it's legitimate. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm kind of upset I haven't messed with that now. It's not it's great. It's a gotcha
2: game at the moment. That's so fine. Like, I, 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 I am
0: not above that. I don't know <laughs> the, who you think you're are talking are to. There are a
2: lot of cool <laughs> things that, you could,
1: that they released.
0: I'm... I'm I'm not above <laughs> playing a gotcha game. I am that's, playing multiple gotcha games. Fair, um, but I like it. It always had the veil of
1: like a weird knockoff. Yeah, it does feel like a knockoff,
0: and so I never bothered with it because those Dragon Ball Z games pop up for a couple weeks and then they disappear after they make money. Yeah, and because Apple removes them, the only one that's official I think is. The dockin doc battle, yeah. Um, but yeah, I need to give that one a shot. Maybe I've heard it's fun. But
1: um, there's yeah. also a PC game called Rockman Strategy. Mm. Came out in 2001. Mm. All right,
0: let's let's talk about the direct. Um,
1: I don't think we need to. No, go. we don't need to talk about the whole thing. I think we should just. say. We already it.
0: talked about Pikmin four. Right, um, Pikmin
1: that was a big thing. Pikmin release.
0: There's a weird roguelike game coming called Myth Force.
1: Yeah, that's coming out soon, I think. That, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon you know, vibes.
0: But it looks fun, but I don't know. I need to play it first. Yeah. I need to get my hands on it. I need to it
1: try it first. Because
0: it it looks like it controls really slow and clunkily, and I don't know. But it looks fun.
2: But the idea is a lot of fun.
0: Uh. This was also the direct where they inexplicably announced a Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon remake and a yep, um, Peach game. A Peach game, which the Peach game Woo-hoo. looked cool um, Not
1: sure what for it what is. they showed of it. was a very short clip. Um, yeah. Dark Moon. Dark Moon was a good game, but I would also like the original Luigi's Mansion on Switch. Yeah,
0: I would too. Um, but, yeah, Detective Pikachu returns. Forgot that existed. Yep, um, it's back. Never played the first one, and they have no care to try to bring it to the Switch. Yeah, which so is crazy. It's, it's crazy. I thought that movie.
1: that's what this was going to be. I thought, it yeah, was was more like- I thought it was going to be the first one. Yeah, it's the it's the the, the new one. I mean, I'm, I'm always d- down also for Detective a Pikachu
0: 2, Another movie that's in a sort of weird development. Hell, they're yeah. trying to I'm make not
1: sure it's even being developed. It. They're trying. They're but oh, they well, just I hope don't. They succeed. I do too. Maybe they Um, need the they don't have any ideas.
0: um, (laughs) Yeah. The 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 big thing really is Mario RPG.
1: That's the biggest thing. Was a Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) I forgot about that.
2: (laughs) Yes. So they
1: announced uh, the a, a remake of Super Mario RPG, which was had been quote unquote leaked by someone on Twitter. Who this supposedly is, had a good track record. This has been like a wish list item was, for yeah, you for he was, yeah, yeah. years. He was spot on. Uh, I was freaking out, obviously. Um They seem to be doing their best to recreate the visual style yeah. in 3D. It looks like they're trying it's, to do It's that. tough. Like there are so many It's There really seems to be no way to accurately transition 2d like 2d pixel art into a 3d space uh that like no one has figured out a really good way of doing it right um and that's unfortunate so much about the game was its style and the the, like the way all the characters looked in their pixel 4 but they like they're they're keeping the scale of it um i i'm i'm willing to withhold judgment on how it looks until I see the thing in action. Yeah. Um, this was one, like, in my dreams, I wish that they would have done something like Link's Awakening did. Um, like, making... Because all of the, the renders of the original characters had this cool, like, um, carved figure look. Uh, and I thought that would have been really cool if they went like like that or... Or, like, to the extreme, like the Yoshi games do, where they made it, like, an actual, like, kind of of Mm -hmm. diorama-typing. Other than that, I think this is the ideal way to remake it. Uh, They are bringing back Yokoshi Mamura to redo all the music, which is amazing. Um, That was another thing I was worried about. I was like, okay, are they going to get the music? Yeah, the music's so good. Um, One thing is interesting, there is, in this trailer, there's no mention of Square Enix. So I it am curious, weird. and uh, and the director of the game has said that he, like the original game, said that he did not know it was happening. So I wonder if they just purchased the whole thing, if they bought the whole thing from Square Enix. That's possible. and Or if there's like that,
2: some clause in the original yeah, deal
1: anyways. Uh, but whether that means that these characters are showing up again. And stuff. Like, if we could get Gino in one of these Mario Kart waves, I would freak the F out. Um you get to look, see
0: him in Glorious he, HD. He
1: looks amazing. He looks amazing. He looks like I'm like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing I ever like. He looks perfect. Any vision, any qualms that I have about the visuals that I have, like they nailed Gino. Um and it gets it gets all the prominence he deserves. I'm kind of disappointed. That they use what Bowser looks like now instead of the horrifying monster that it was in the original game. Uh, but, you know, what can you do with that? Also, I wonder if they will call uh, Peach Peach. I think they're going in to. in the game, in the original, she was just toadstool. Yeah. You no? Know?
0: Because it was before the Switch. Yep.
1: So, I don't know. It's coming out sometime this year. September, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I think it uh, is September. Very excited. Very uh, very excited! I'm gonna be buying this My, physically.
0: Me holding out all these <laughs> years
1: has been uh, it's paying off. Yes. Paying off. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. Like there was, I think, um, you know, every time that Nintendo would announce new games for Super <laughs> Nintendo Online, it's like, no Super Mario RPG. Why the heck isn't this on? Yeah, and it's because this is they, why that is a Yeah, and so it kind of makes me want. Games to not show up on those things so I can hold out hope that there's going to be a remake. Yeah. So hopefully Golden Sun never comes out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God, I,
2: I never <laughs> thought I would hear such
0: uh, like stress. It hurts to say, but I know yes. it's from a good place. Yeah. I, it, it,
2: <laughs> I get it, but it's still like, still hurts. I feel like I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. It, it hurt
1: me to say um, it. Um, then, and uh, in any other context, I would never say it.
0: Um, we the got other big Wario thing, Warrior Wear move it.
1: That's not the other big thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it is a big, <laughs> but it's thing. cool. It looks cool. It's a Warrior <laughs> Wear move it. No, yeah. it's fun. Um, I like Warrior yes. So, and it's going to be better than whatever the last one was because yeah. I didn't like that one that much.
1: Um, yes, this looked like a, a, a bit of a return to what we, cause the, the last one had like the little people that you had to control.
0: Yeah. It was like, uh, just the games, but this one is more like, a. Um, move it like yep. it, you're it's more like one 2 switch but better um yeah, one 2 horse yeah we don't need to talk about it um
1: <laughs> then uh and notably absent from the direct a game ooh, that, they, yeah. that they announced like a week before like hmm, put this out not touch it but um, the big reveal of course was a new <laughs> super mario platformer
0: oh yeah okay there we go can't oh. call it new super mario bros no because it is, it is just not that new uh
1: side scrolling platformer. shin super mario brothers <laughs> super <laughs> mario brothers wonder which i think is a bad name um <laughs> this is just
2: get that out there right
1: off the bat it's a bad name i'm but curious the game to see
2: what it's purpose in the game is though, because like yeah. you know, Odyssey has sure. a purpose for its name. This game looks really good. I love the so way the art it's yeah the it art is
1: really it. good. It, at a at a glance you're like, this just looks like new Super Mario Bros. But then when you actually look, all of the characters are have their own little designs in yeah, there. And there's, there's full, not the full usual full unique animation model. Um, mm. like, Ooh. Yeah, it 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 mm. does look like they I, it's very nice to see that they have moved on from the horrible blindness that was the new Super Mario Bros. Oh, series. The, it's so flat. F- finally homogeny. inserting uh, personality Life back into these characters. characters. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, It's amazing that they were able to kill, not kill, but like sprite work has had way more character than what they did with new Super Mario Bros. Yeah, there was, yeah. like, they and that just, also made the platforming suck. Yeah, like it made it feel like it had no weight or anything. And I, I they're did bad games. not they're like bad games. those games at all. Uh, I kept buying them, thinking maybe I'll get, get it this, this time, or maybe the multiplayer will get me through it. And no, that's not how it works. They're bad games. Um,
1: we can all admit it now. I've been saying
2: it forever.
0: Listen, I've been saying they're bad. It does not stop me from buying
2: them.
1: <laughs> um, but this one, yes. This is it. I think I think it's it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a final like finally hey, a game that feels like the old Super Mario Bros. games. Now a lot of it's gonna kind of come down to feel like that was my big problem. If if those if the new Super Mario Bros games had felt good to play, I could overlook the um blandness of them. Yeah. Especially since the first one came out on the Nintendo DS. And yeah. it's crazy that they just never updated the visuals. They're like we'll just make these uh, models better, but like keep all of the keep same the of personality. The art direction the
2: same every time. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: But yeah, it it's got a uh, acid trips. Yeah, that is. Crazy. Oh my god, Long stuff. Mario yeah. and um Elephant Mario. Yep. So much. Yeah, Elephant
1: Mario. That was the <laughs> the tag at the end of the trailer yeah. was Mario was turning in, into an elephant.
0: Republican Mario. We'll see. We can't say that he unless was already Donkey
2: Mario, which maybe, would be, that would be Luigi. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it kind of it kind of hmm. uh, harkens back to the crazy transformations in uh, Yoshi's Island.
0: And what what does yeah. do, what does Elephant Luigi look like? Yeah, what does elephant, elephant Peach? Peach. Elephant maybe, Toad.
1: Maybe Bowsette will show up.
0: Elephant Toad, give me Elephant Toad. Little freak, <laughs> Elephant Daisy. Daisy's playable. Yeah, we're <laughs> here. We're thriving. Yoshi's playable separately,
1: just and he can be ridden on, which is weird. Can
0: you ride on other characters if Yoshi can be ridden on? <laughs> yeah, Yo. only I, Yoshi j- can. Can I jump on your back? Can Yoshi uh, ride on Mario? <laughs>
1: can they make a totem pole of characters I like in God. the canceled Kirby game?
0: What what went through the? Because games take time to develop, right? Yeah, I, I want to like workshop this. What came through? that caused all of these studios to do this. We have Disney Illusion Island coming out, four-player co-op. I'm
1: telling you, the Switch, it's the Switch We effect. have
0: the Sonic one coming out. Mario Wonder, like, we're getting a lot of platformers where all four people this are is, different This is what characters. I'm
1: saying. The Switch came out and proved that there was still, there actually, yes, yeah, so a market did still exist for these games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. You're probably right. But,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, it looked uh, cool,
1: for sure. Again, I'm, really I am, I'm not a huge fan of the Mario platformers. Uh, like, I have nothing wrong, but there's nothing that grabs me in them. So, I don't know if I'll get this game, but the fact that it has full co-op in it...
2: Well, you know uh, I'm going to get it. Yeah, yeah So same. I haven't been excited for a Mario game in a long time, but this definitely... You haven't really had a Mario game to be excited for. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. And I didn't play Odyssey. Not yet, a side-scrolling
1: so.
0: You, you haven't players. played Odyssey? No. The game that Marianne has beat like four times. Yeah,
2: man. <laughs> Listen, it's on the list. Marianne is out gamering you. My girlfriend is out gamering <laughs> me right now, too. Uh sh- that's a whole separate conversation. Come on, Forrest. You call yourself a gamer, name all games. I d- uh, d- uh, name three Tetris. Tetris ninety-nine. Okay. He's a real game. Tetris 3D. He didn't name Tetris Attack,
1: coward. Uh, yeah. uh, but also, yeah, I'm so pumped for Capcom, those, if you make a puzzle game, make Tetris Attack, but with what's Mega Man, yeah, yeah, there's an idea
2: that's free. Make a character action game with zero. Oh my God. I've that's said true. this like 50 times in my life now, now 51. Yes,
1: but yeah, that was the it was a fun direct. I I really popped off yeah. at
0: Mario RPG, yeah, was, that was the most yeah, I popped off crazy. because yeah. I've been waiting to play this game in a feasible way uh and i downloaded it from my retroid pocket yep. but something mo- something but the, told
1: you not to play it
0: and but the more i've played on that the more i've realized i like quick bursts on that thing yeah. like i play a lot of bill Lambier's combat basketball <laughs> i play a lot of uh <laughs> wave race from mm. the game boy i play nfl street 2 like uh
1: so you use it to play games you have already played yeah you're yeah. not using it to in no, the games you haven't no. played no
0: I've tried to use it to play long form things, and I, I don't hate it, but it's also like, no, I want to use it for like fun, fast games. Yeah, that,
1: that makes sense before. to me actually, because um, I feel like that's how that's how I would use it. Yeah, like I would get it wanting to play a bunch of GameCube games that I haven't played before, but yeah. I would end up just playing. And the- I've got
0: Golden Sun, and I've started Golden Sun again. But man, it's just like I, I, I kind of just nothing stopping me from playing like. Three or four rounds of Wave Race, Right. <laughs> and uh, from the Game Boy, <laughs> Lord,
1: like now. You, um, now what you have to do now is go download Gex: Enter the Gecko for Game Boy. And yeah, I, I already have. It's already, <laughs> <laughs> don't, nice. Don't don't.
0: <laughs> uh, I went through that list and clicked every single one I could of my nostalgia Game Boy
1: Advance game and Game Boy Color games. Nice,
0: uh, including Pokemon Pinball.
1: So, great game, good Great Capcom game. make a Mega Man Pinball. Uh yeah, honestly, Mega Man so would work perfect for a pinball game. Yeah, yeah. or even I don't care head. if you Konami
0: it, make a Pokemon. <laughs> I don't
1: think I would make his head the pinball, but that I, could work. I don't
0: care if you Konami it, make a pinball machine. I would like that. Yeah, uh, Pachinko Mega Man. No, no,
1: stop. Don't do that. Shut up.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that.
1: Capcom, uh-huh. get into Pachinko. Trying to get started, oh, stop, stop I making video games. you right here, <laughs> only make pachinko machines.
0: Just don't tell Konami to do it because they'll be like, Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm like, uh, We just start not making games again, but we could just make cutscenes for pachinko machines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, well, we're gonna be back on a regular schedule, I promise. Hopefully, we have, Hopefully this microphone does not have, explode. Yeah. Um, man i technology was really against us in that moment um yeah, amazing. that was a weird that was a weird night we sat down to record and we were jazzed upset
1: <laughs> in front of the computer for like 45 minutes trying to make it work um
0: and it could not no um but we appreciate you listening uh and we will be back with you next week goodbye
2: later see ya